Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie B. Today we're talking... Frogs from the makers of dogs. Technically true. (laughs) You thought you liked dogs. Wait till you see frogs. Try frogs. Wet wet dogs from the water. Is that what... uh, I should just ask you, Natalie, what are frogs? Oh, glad you asked. A frog is any member of a diverse and largely carnivorous group of short-bodied, tailless amphibians composing the order anura which means they don't have a tail that's what their name means um do frogs live in the ocean i don't know are there any ocean frogs you're the one with the facts i'm not sure it doesn't seem like they would because their skin is so permeable yeah right i don't think that i saw anything about them being in the ocean at all but what do you think about frogs how do you feel about them Oh, I love frogs. I wish we could see more wild frogs around here. I felt, I feel like when I was growing up, I saw wild frogs all the time, but I don't know if it was just because I didn't have a phone. So if I was outside, I was just looking at trees and stuff. Right, right. I feel like all that technology is just there to make you blind to the world around you. So you don't ever see that frog. Yeah, but it was like boring for 49 hours and then you would see a frog. And then it was like boring for 87 hours. Then you'd see a bug. Like the other thing is that the cicadas are starting to come out. And you know what I've been thinking is, you know who loves that? Probably frogs. Frogs? Do you think frogs eat cicadas? Absolutely. Do dogs eat cicadas? Yes, they do. A dog would eat a frog also. Yeah. Is there any frogs big enough to eat a dog? Probably not. I think probably the largest dog would eat maybe a puppy, but it would be such a constructed situation. Somebody would be to blame. <laughs> right. It would never happen like that. Right, but would a big frog eat a dog? I mean, can uh, can you put a plane on a semi-truck's flatbed? Yes, but to what end? What if you got a giant frog and fed it like a chihuahua puppy? That would probably fly. What? <laughs> Wouldn't it? <laughs> that would fly in the animal kingdom. Not necessarily at my house, but like I'm talking about like trials of life. Animals versus animals. <laughs> it, uh, I wouldn't fly. It wouldn't fly. <laughs> it wouldn't fly. No, okay. I don't like that. <laughs> I The thing is, is I just think there are some animals where everybody has a line. There's some animals that you think are good and doing their best. And there are some where you feel like they're communicating with you like dogs. Right. Dogs are clearly, I mean, because dogs and humans evolved together. Right. Dogs are like people only dumber. Right. Yeah. And we, but I mean, so we have like these communication tools and so there's dogs. And then there's like animals like frogs are not really pettable and they're not affectionate. And they're like, their life cycle is weird and they seem kind of alien. But if you just see a frog out there doing its thing where it, where it balloons its throat out or it's just hopping around or some of them kind of do that little whip whap. Frog walk. They do that little (laughs) wiggle diggle. Yeah, back and forth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You just feel like they're out there doing their best. And so I, I don't think frogs would do anything evil but that's just my brain i mean doing something like eating a dog not good like taking care of some of the cicadas and using that energy to make more frogs that's fantastic well i was talking about like it being like dog fights or like i'm talking about it being like out in the wild food chain baby i think frogs are in the middle of the food chain right we eat frogs sometimes people do not me necessarily but people do i uh, ate frog legs once and it was unimpressive. I've had frog legs also. I remember them being unremarkable. Like they were so similar to chicken wings that like there was no reason to pursue them and pay a premium for them for a chicken wing experience. Yeah, yeah. I think growing up, I think there was an idea of frog legs and escargot being like the most delicacy food you could have. That was like the fanciest food like back in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's always, like, the time, the cycles of, like, what kind of food is popular. Well, yeah, and back then, that was like, are you going to be a rich boy? Are you going to grow up and eat caviar? And I remember I was in the store once, and I was like, oh, shit, they have that stuff here? Right. 
I got a jar of it and I was like, this is not what I was expecting. Right. It's like the frog legs, little tiny chicken wings, smaller bones. And then it's like, well, why did we, why did we do that? You, had, did... To, you had to kill a frog for every one of those little yes. legs. And there's not much to them, man. Yes, why did we do that? I'd rather just not have eaten that. Just let the frog hop off. <laughs> I mean, I'm a I'm a carnivorous person, but I feel like many times there's many animals, there's many times out there where it's just like let's not. Let's not. Right. Right. Frog is going to be one of them. It just nothing I eat is going to be as fun as just seeing a frog hop around. Right. Right. Do you like frogs? Do I like them? I appreciate their hustle. <laughs> I could I could look at them and be like that's a fine looking frog. I like to watch them splish and splash. I'm interested in what they have to say. So if they have to like be like whip it, I'm here for it, right? Am I going to pet a frog? Probably not. No, I don't want to... I don't want to touch it. I don't want to touch a frog. I don't like touching animals that are slimy or that feel like dicks. <laughs> like, if the animal is wet or it feels like a dick, I don't want to touch it. If it maybe, I'd Also, I don't want to touch it if it's scaly. I just don't want to touch stuff that much. It's all right. I don't have to be affectionate with everything like that. I'll pet a dog, though. I don't need to... I don't need to interfere. I don't... Right. Need, I mean, let it live. You know, dog and cat. Pet them up. Dog man. and cat. Rabbit, chinchilla. If a, if an animal wants you to pet it, it is like, I'm very furry. It makes you want to touch it. And you're like, you're right. Go for it, man. And that, But other animals are not meant for me to pet. Because if they were, it would feel good for me to pet them. And that would attract me to the whole situation. But I'm going to recoil when you tell me to touch this slimy thing that's very smooth and wet. Wet guys. Don't want to pet him because then you know what your hands wet. What is that? Is that like water? Is that like frog juice? Like you have to go wash your hand now, man. Or you touch a turtle now you got salmonella. I'll tell you. <laughs> here's a here's a frog fact that I thought of. <laughs> cool, hit me. I think a frog is probably the smallest thing that could be as cute as a frog is. Right. Probably the very smallest, just with those sticky feet. Right. It's licking up all your bugs. Right. <laughs> Smiling. Right. There's nothing smaller than a frog that is as cute as a frog. Yeah. Yeah. What about a little baby mouse? Absolutely not. That's frog food. <laughs> what about um, smaller than a frog, cuter than a frog? What if it was like um, a teeny, like one of those little um, pygmy hickey-doos at the zoo? Those little tiny monks there's little teeny guys like a pygmy marmoset yeah i think i think any of them that small that's not good that's like a homunculus that's creepy i don't like monkeys i like those I'm little teeny monkey. baby ones those little tiny tinies i don't yeah. like them no they're just they're just hanging around sucking milk hanging on to their mom's fur until they can go jack off and eat it man it's <laughs> that's, you're just thinking all about, monkeys are you're thinking nasty about, as hell. um those other monkeys what are those other monkeys the bonobos <laughs> the bonobos those are the, ones who are like fucking hell on earth the marmosets just do it less you just don't see them do it as much i've never seen a marmoset jerking off wow <laughs> I've definitely seen a bonobo jerking off. I don't even like to go see them at the zoo. They're so nasty. I don't They're know. always doing perverted shit. The first couple times I saw them, I was like, damn, this is wild. And after that, I'm like, I don't really. They're I don't like wanna... doing incest with their children and like I don't eating wanna... each other's poop and stuff. It's awful. Yeah. Not... <laughs> it's fucking awful. I don't want to watch that shit. Keep that shit to yourselves. You guys Just... need to evolve for a minute. Then I'm going to come and see you. <laughs> They're uncanny valley. Yeah. They're... But any. Ugh. Yeah. But so, all this talk about frogs. Natalie, who invented the frog? Frogs started out as proto-frogs, which appeared in the Triassic period in Madagascar. Um, but they think that they may have gone back as far as 265 million years ago. But they did not start calling them frogs until like the middle ages maybe right okay. so it was like old english they used to call them frosk but at some point in the middle ages they had like this very brief trend where people would put a g at the end of all the animal names yeah <laughs> and so that is when they started calling them frog but that is also when they started calling dogs dogs and pigs pigs 
and like all those kind of all the animals that have G's at the ends of them like that was because of their weird a little hog hog pig hog dog frog wow it was like a trend it was a trend with them and some of them just stuck frog is such a good word it's a very satisfying word to say i think that's you don't see many animals that are green right i mean i don't lizards are mostly all green yeah but we don't get lizards around here this is not a reptile area this is an amphibian area yeah yeah we get turtles and frogs i don't think lizards are a big thing around here too cold yeah but not for frogs frogs are brave you think that's why is it just their intestinal <laughs> yeah fortitude <laughs> they just got the they got the gumption to stick with it you know <laughs> they do have intestinal fortitude because <laughs> they i feel fucking shit like maniacs <laughs> they drop logs right i saw a video of a frog taking a shit today when we were talking about how we were going to do frogs, and then I, I mentioned how they take giant shits, and Nona wanted to see it, and so I had to pull the, pic, the picture up of a frog shitting for my daughter to see. <laughs> yeah. I saw this picture of this frog taking a shit, and it looked like if a woman was giving birth to a 14-year-old. It was, like, amazing. It was awful. Like, I didn't understand it. Apparently, in today's research, I learned that a a frog's shit can be up to 30% the size of his body. (laughs) That's fucking crazy. It was fucking insane. That would be like if I took a 57-pound shit. Right. (laughs) That's more than usual. That's a very big one. (laughs) That's like the size of a second grader. Yeah. Yeah. Smarter, too. (laughs) um so frogs have teeth in their upper jaw but they're basically only there to hold the food in before they get swallowed whole they can't chew on stuff and they can't use them to harm prey in order to compensate for that they have tongues that are very sticky and will go and yank stuff in right Uh uh-huh Hold it in. Usually the tongue is coiled up in their mouth, but they will shoot it out. Like that. Yeah. Stick a bug, bring it in. And then it goes right into their fucking stupid esophagus. And then is it just a straight shot? What do they got in there? Right. And then they just like, they have, uh, they just take shit up in whole. And then they have their enzymes and stuff churn up. And then it moves through their system, and then they just take a giant shit. <laughs> through their cloaca. They have a cloaca like a bird does. Okay. So that's one explanation is when you got one hole for everything, it's got more room. Right, right. Um, another reason that frogs take such massive shits is they can't store food as fat. Oh. And so they eat as much as possible whenever they possibly can and they don't have ribs and so their stomach and all of their body can expand to to hold like massive massive amounts of food okay so the frog is essentially just stuffing itself incredibly stuffing itself with food and then it just pushes it all through that's the reason for the huge crap right 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 they're basically just hopping food bags They're here to eat and shit. That's it, man. So that's that's the that's the story on on their poops. That was like the main headline of this episode, I believe. Was I wanted to know the facts about the poop? Because when you if you look at a picture of a frog taking a dump, it's like oh there is something wrong with that frog, or right. it's like oh somebody he's photo- gonna die. Somebody photoshopped that. That frog's gonna die. Why won't someone help that frog? All right, that. <laughs> Little tiny frog the size of, like, a Zippo lighter, and it looks like it's shitting out a tube of lifesavers. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And they're just, like, chilling. Lifesavers and the Zippo lighter, the things that today's teens (laughs) definitely know as a size reference. Well, let me put it in terms... uh, you can understand the frog was doing a high key yikes. <laughs> he was doing a poop the size of an MP3. <laughs> Think about that one. So 
frogs do not have any tails unless they're baby tiny frog larvae, right? Tadpoles. Tadpoles. Yeah. Um, but once they are not tadpoles anymore, most of them have long hind legs and shorter front legs and have elongated ankle bones, webbed toes, big frog eyes, and they are either smooth or lumpy. <laughs> How do you like your frogs? Lumpy or smooth? I feel like the the lumpy ones are more relatable. Right. The smooth ones maybe look a little tropical to me. They're fine, but I feel like you'd never make it out here. <laughs> they're probably poisonous. I always think the smooth ones look like they're probably poisonous. Oh, yeah, maybe. Think about it. Frog skin is permeable, gas permeable, so oxygen can move in and out of it. Did you know that? No. Uh-uh. Um... And they also have glandular skin, so they will secrete shit out of their skin. Sometimes stuff that is yucky tasting or stuff that is toxic, poisonous, or whatever, right? Like the uh, that one frog in the desert secretes 5-MeO-DMT. Right. Which is a potent hallucinogen. Right. They also um, have to stay wet, otherwise they can't breathe that well because their skin only works to breathe if it's wet. Oh, I guess that's why they're amphibians, baby. That's why they're always hanging out in the water. <laughs> right, right. And like I mentioned before, they don't have ribs. So their lungs are filled by buccal pumping, which I'm not sure what that means. And if you take a frog's lungs out, it can still be able to maintain its bodily functions just with its skin. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So it goes right through the skin into the frog's blood. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's fine. I can breathe like this. Uh-huh. Wow. Who's going to give a frog surgery like that and then release it again? Uh, I'm sure you could search GoFundMe right now and you could see somebody. I need $900 to cut this frog up. Hello, everybody. <laughs> no, lots of people, lots of people need money. I'm just saying occasionally you'll see something on there that seems a little fanciful that's all a little questionable frog surgery (laughs) have you ever given uh frog surgery in real life oh me no oh no like they used to cut them up in school yeah i cut one up in school it seems excessive did you learn anything no well i learned some stuff that i has not been useful at all like what i learned that like maybe my frog was rotten (laughs) aren't they supposed to preserve it yeah they had preserved they had preservatives on them and you stick them down to the tray the tray had like wax or something in it and then you stick pins into it and you pin your frog down and you cut it open right so what i learned was that frogs cutting frog skin with a little pair of scissors is like wet tissue paper which was what made me think maybe my frog was rotten second thing i learned is that once you get inside the inside of the frog it just looks like a bunch of crap (laughs) (laughs) okay it was like not Not in, not interesting to you, is it? It just looks like a mess. It's like a crappy mess. It's like I can't tell what any of this shit is. It's all caca looking. It's gross. Where? How can you tell what any of this shit is? I mean, it's not it's not color coded. I think my frog was rotten. That's what that's what I said. I think my I think I had a rotten frog. It didn't really... Oh, so you. <laughs> You got a you got a bum frog. That yeah. may have been to blame, right? Because I feel like normally the frog's organs are differentiated, <laughs> it, right? It didn't look that differentiated. It looked like a mess. It's all brown and crappy. <laughs> Maybe you just had a frog that just ate. Maybe I don't know. I think I I think I had a rotten frog, and so all I learned was what was inside a rotten frog. <laughs> <laughs> I also learned like how you can really psych yourself up for an experience and think it was going to be like really awful and then you get to it and you're like oh all right it's just mediocre yeah right i really thought it was going to be traumatic for me but i had to do it for my science class and like i've always had had the whole like angle on stuff where i was like well you just gotta suck it up and then and when it came down to it i was like you know what i had myself psyched up for nothing i didn't enjoy it but it wasn't like as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was gross. I didn't learn anything about frogs. I think mediocre experiences can be, I think mediocre experiences can be like energy draining. Right. Like just having to spend time doing something unremarkable. I mean, that is also the definition of a job, but <laughs> just like 
having an experience that's supposed to be something and it's not really anything. Right. I I need to have things happen and have them be mediocre though because sometimes if I let myself think about stuff too much ahead of time, I'll like have like very skewed skewed ideas of what's going to happen. Oh, I uh one thing I started doing at some point in my life is absolutely not thinking about anything that was a social interaction ahead of time. Like, if I'm like, oh, I'm going to go over, I'm going to go over and see my friends, whatever. If I need to bring some food over, whatever, I'll take care of that, of course. If I need to remember what time I need to be there, I'll remember it, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't think about, I don't think about it. And then you just go and you don't have any ideas and you haven't thought about it. You just go and you show up and then you don't have any expectations. So whatever happens is what happens. It's always just, you know, you see your friends, whatever. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good technique to not psych yourself out. Right. But I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to cut up a frog even if it was like even if the inside of a frog was full of smiles and candy, man. I still wouldn't want to cut the frog up. Just seems like a waste. He could be hopping around. Right. But in my head, like my the way I will I will throw things out of perspective is that I will get like real anxious about it and then in my head, like leading up to having to dissect a frog, like in my head it's gonna be like extremely close up and the frog is gonna bleed all over the place and the frog's gonna be screaming the whole time and like <laughs> Like, I will make it the most Eli Roth situation in my head possible go before going into it. Uh, and then when I and then when I get there and it's, like, cutting into a wallet <laughs> that's, that's full of poop, then it's like, that was, that was it. <laughs> like, I really thought it was going to be some shit. I really thought that I was going to be like, ah! But it was like really anticlimactic. <laughs> Very many things are, huh? Right, right. <laughs> Did you know that you can't sneak up on a frog because its head has its eyeballs on top of it? I didn't think about that. And they could see all the way around without moving its head around. Because frogs don't have necks, really. You're thinking oh, about that? Oh, yeah. Their head is just kind of straight down onto their body and that's their body now uh -huh, right they're just like a like a mono mono shaped animal monolith of frog body i think <laughs> that's why they're so compelling because it's just it's just like a little spool of thread with a smiley face on the front right. <laughs> two big old hoppy legs right <laughs> Check out my frog body. <laughs> uh, so frogs, one of the things I wanted to learn about today was frog hands. Because to me, for some reason, like, I imagine them to be, like, a very interesting topic. Yeah. In my head, I always imagine frog hands to be, like, those gummy hands you would get at the fair that you would whip at the wall, and it would stick to the wall. Yeah. I don't think that they work like that, though. They're just kind of... <laughs> they're just kind of rubbery, and they walk around on them. Right. They're just regular, and they have bones in them. Do they do anything with their hands? Um, they use them to jump. That is what they mostly use them for. Um, they have some, uh, some tree frogs will have opposable toes that they will use to climb trees and stuff. But basically they just use them for regular stuff and then they have webbing. So it makes it so they are able to swim better and like tree frogs will use like their webbing to parachute and glide a little bit. Uh-huh. But you know what? I, I really, my ideas of what was going on with frog feet were all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually quite normal, what you expect them to be. Uh, what did, I mean, have you never seen a frog? I mean, <laughs> I've seen one, but I've not touched one. I certainly have not, like, taken his little frog feet into my fingers and been like, oh, look at you, little guy. you never done, like, shake hands with the frog and seen if it would shake hands. Count his little and fingers and see, make sure he's perfect. No, yeah. I've never done that with a frog, huh? <laughs> <laughs> not even the one I cut up. Man. So in, in regular frogs... Almost all of the muscles in the frog are involved in jumping around. Like, that is, like, the only reason they got the muscles there. Yeah. 
they don't really do anything except for sitting or jumping. They pretty much sit there still, and then they eat bugs, and then they jump. Yeah, right, right. And the main leg muscles of a frog are, they make up 17% of the total frog mass. So the frog just has powerful thighs, and the rest of it is just a tube to stuff as full of food as it can. Right, right. So they just, like, fucking shit and jump. Shit and jump. Shit-powered jumping machines. (laughs) How long does it take a frog to push out those enormous turds? You said you watched a video of it. It it looked like it was taking him a long time. Okay. Okay. I watched... No, 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 I watched a very long video of a frog taking a shit, and the frog never finished taking the shit. Okay, well, that makes me, <laughs> that makes me feel better, though. It's like, if it just got it out of there, it's like, you got everything going for you. It's not fair. <laughs> uh, I, wish, I wish that everyone could be a frog, man, because then you just, like, eat as much as you possibly humanly can, and then just, like, shit it all out. Don't worry about it, baby. But it's all, like, bugs and stuff. <laughs> Lobsters yep. are bugs. Huh? Lobsters and crabs are bugs. I would just eat crab legs all day. Yeah, if you were a frog, you would just, you would get into the water and you, a frog, would definitely, <laughs> you would simply hunt the crab with your <laughs> sticky little feet. <laughs> that, my little feet. Yeah. Yeah, just slap. Clap them up. Slap them around, make them feel bad. <laughs> Call them dumb. <laughs> eat them. <laughs> These are the three three steps to successful hunting. <laughs> Slap them around, hurt their feelings, eat them. <laughs> Frogs are super duper jumpers, and they are the best jumpers out of all the vertebrates. Did you know that? Oh, it makes sense. There is a frog called the striped rocket frog who is only 2.2 inches long, but it could jump 6 feet 7 inches. That is bananas. 50 times the length of its body it could jump. That is excessive. So that'd be like, how, how far could you jump? 50 times the length of your of your cool body. Uh, 50 times? Uh-huh. Uh, 3,400 inches? <laughs> I'm not dividing that up. You, you do it. You're the one that asked. Why did you measure yourself in inches? Most convenient way. I, was, I, was, I don't know how fucking tall I am in meters. I was, Why would I know that? I would multiply five feet by 50. Yeah, yeah. And then multiply eight inches by 50. Yeah. And then add them. Yeah, that's... Is that new math? Yeah, that's common core, but that makes a lot of sense. Sure. That's how I would do it in my head, but not right now, because I was asking you to do that math problem. <laughs> oh, so that's how you figure out how, you, how, how long your frog jump would be. If you want to figure that out on your own, sound off in the Discord. Tell me how far your frog body could jump. How long can you jump that frog body of yours? <laughs> right. In the Discord, let us know. Maybe uh, make a video and show us how far your frog body can jump. <laughs> Post the link because I don't know if we can upload files that big. <laughs> well, I, uh, I was trying to, I had a group chat going with some friends and I was uh, trying to, well, you know, sometimes you get an idea and the idea just evolves. You know, for some people, plus a loan from their parents, this turns into Apple computer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like I got just a fragment of an idea and I was trying to, I was trying to gas up my friends and trying to ask them like what their vertical leap was and stuff. <laughs> and then I decided I was gonna tell what it was. And then I got Nona and I was like, do you think you can help me measure my vertical leap? And she's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then she just, but she couldn't. Because it was like midair. And I don't think. It's either, too high. Ne- <laughs> I don't think either of us had a plan. We didn't have any equipment. Right. <laughs> and, so, and so I settled on what I was going to do is I was going to do a timed photograph. And I was going to jump up in the air. <laughs> but. I did it like 
10 or 12 times and it was my legs were not getting tired i still had plenty <laughs> of juice in my jumpers but i just thought well there's no way i'm maxing out because right. i have used some of my energy and then all i got is i got well, what happened was I got a blurry photo of like the poltergeist of like my bare feet and like just the very bottom of my track pants, like <laughs> hovering in air. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then my plan was that I, my plan was because I, I did it in the room next to the piano and my plan was, well, I can then, I can look at it and then I can just measure on the piano, but I was in front of it. So I would have to solve like a perspective <laughs> equation or something. I was not sure how I was going to calculate it. And I was like, I ended up just sending the picture. I sent the picture to the group chat and I was like, you guys figure it out. (laughs) You should have got like a series of successively, successively, is that the right word? Successively higher boxes and see at what point you couldn't jump on top of them anymore jump on top of them mm-hmm. why well, would need sturdy boxes right uh-huh i weigh like thousands and thousands of grams <laughs> i would hate to destroy a flimsy box <laughs> yeah but how else are we gonna figure out your vertical leap <laughs> so did you know we're gonna talk about frogs fucking now Frogs like to fuck now. They love it. They fucking, they do it all the time. So we told y'all already that they had cloacas like birds do. The all-purpose, multi-purpose hole that like. The mega hole. I don't see how that's not more evolved than us. The unihole, yeah. It seems like very easy to keep take care of. No matter what, you know, if I was a frog dad trying to cook up some dinner for my kids and they were all hopping around. Right. <laughs> I'd say... I'd say, shut your cloaca. <laughs> I'd say, why don't you sit on that thing? <laughs> Just settle it on down there. The bugs will be ready in a minute. Right. Right. Don't take a giant shit. <laughs> <laughs> so in male frogs, their testes are attached to their kidneys. And the semen passes into their kidneys and then travels out. Oh. Through their cloaca. So they, they basically no... pee yeah. their semen out. They have no dick. The dickless frogs, right? Yeah. And the sperm is ejected from the cloaca directly onto the the frog eggs as the female is laying them. Oh, okay. So it's not really so much that they're fucking really. It's just that they are just both combining fluids externally and then they walk away. Yeah, right. Sounds better evolved to me also. You think, <laughs> you think that is better than the human solution? I mean, like, think about it. Like, if humans did it that way, then people would not have to choose between having a family and having a career. You could just, you could just absolutely populate the world with as many humans as you wanted and not have to worry about it. You could just just egg off. Just like fucking egg off wherever the fuck you want. Yeah. And like, you don't have to take care of any kids. (laughs) Sounds easy peasy. And no one would do it accidentally. Yeah. Yeah. A guy walking down the street trips over a pile of eggs. (laughs) Somebody left there. He gets surprised. You know, some semen comes out of his kidneys. And... <laughs> he just pees all over him. Oh, my God. What have I gotten myself into? I better, I better walk away from this. Then they hatch and they're like little gross earthworms that just like slither around until they grow legs and turn into fully formed homunculuses. <laughs> Nature is beautiful. <laughs> about it be, i think it'd be a good idea i think frogs have it figured out but okay so the thing the thing is with the frogs fucking is i got a picture of them fucking oh, they all have, the different positions they do when they're when they're doing their eggs they have positions it's like the kama sutra it is there's one called independent that is best described as butt to butt butt to butt yeah right just there's the head one, straddle that one, one that was always a good one. Oh wow oh i did not know that frogs 
One of them is just face down and the other one's Kwewaka. <laughs> they have a Most... lot of variations on uh, on the classic uh, doggy style. Lots of variations on that one. I would call that froggy style. <laughs> Frog is dog backwards. Did you know that? I did not. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite froggy style is... Now, all the frogs in these are roughly the same size, give 10 or 20%. But there's one called Glued, which has an extraordinarily round frog. A frog that looks like he ate a cue ball. Yeah, yeah. And then stuck on that frog's back is a frog that's about one quarter as big as it. And it just looks like... It's Cloaca is just glued to the other frog's back, and he's just like, riding, <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? He's riding around. He's not even hanging on. He's just like locked in. Right, right. I, I think that other frog is probably just huge because it hasn't taken a shit recently. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> uh, usually, male frogs are smaller and slimmer than female frogs, and then female frogs are giant and huge. Man, you know, if you were a frog and you were going over to see a potential mate and she was all puffed up and she's like sitting there eating some flies, eating some cicadas, and you're like, wah, you did your frog noise? <laughs> right, right, Because... <laughs> So the ribbit is like a bullfrog, isn't it? What or it's bet. supposed to be. But if you uh, if you go over and you're like, yes, this is going to happen, man. Like, I've been waiting. I built this up in my mind. I've watched some videos of frogs uh, putting their fluids together. Man, this is going to be wild. And you go over and, you know, she starts kind of jiggling around, starts pushing. And you're like, oh, my God, this is it. I'm getting my piss ready. Whatever's <laughs> <laughs> going on. <laughs> and then she just takes an enormous shit. Right. And you have to wait for it because it takes like an hour and a half probably. <laughs> you thought you thought you were gonna fertilize those eggs and it's nothing but frog shit. <laughs> it's like the story of your life though, man. Cause if you're a frog, that's all you got, man. <sighs> so what happens after frogs fuck? Tadpoles. Think about it. They are Typically, a little guy surrounded with several layers of gelatinous material. And so those eggs are clumped together, and the pile of clumped up eggs is called frog spawn. Frog spawn. Uh huh. Uh huh. And so the jelly support, it, it provides supports to the little teeny frogs and also allows the passage of oxygen and carbon dioxide and ammonia. So, so the Frogs are not stewing in their own pee and suffocating. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and tadpoles are the larval stage of amphibian life cycles. And they typically just swim around. Do tadpoles eat? What do they eat? Um, it changes. They will usually eat algae and diatoms that they filter from the water through their gills. And then as they get older, they will start eating insects and other tadpoles and little fish and other frogs that are the same kind of frogs they are and a lot of times tadpoles will actually get their egg their legs eaten off by other tadpoles yeah and so the frog so the tadpoles that take longer to develop usually have better prospects because they don't have their legs eaten off by the other ones (laughs) like those ones usually go first yeah wow Frog eat frog world. Right, it's true. <laughs> I didn't realize that they were so widely cannibalistic. I think a lot of animals are, though. I think if you just dump out like a hundred or a thousand of the same animals and they're just running around in a mass, like they're going to eat each other. Right. That's just what is there to do. Right. They're not going to go out looking for a bug. They're just going to eat the smaller frog next to them. Right. So the other thing that happens with tadpoles with their eating is that they will start off being herbivores and then switch then to being carnivores later. Um, They will grow legs and do metamorphosis and then they transition into their adult form. And actually the metamorphosis, you would think it would take longer, but it only takes 24 hours. Really? It's quite fast. So they just straight up grow legs and drop their gills and turn uh-huh. into a, just a 100% frog. Yeah. Within the 24 me- the hours. metamorphosis lasts only 24 hours. And there is a hormone called a thyroxin that, that initiates it. 
So as soon as the frog starts making that hormone, it just like turns into a frog. Frog time, baby. You know, I had read a theory a while ago that metamorphic species, and I guess frogs would probably be considered metamorphic, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because they start off as tadpoles and they have gills and they have a tail. They just kind of swim around using their tail. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they grow legs, and then they hop out of the water. I don't think you could have a more dramatic origin story. Right. I mean, they basically, like, live that 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 classic outline over and over again. Frogs are actually pretty, like, symbolic with, like, occult stuff because they are, like, they are in the liminal space in between water and, and, and land. Yeah, yeah. But I think there's... And I don't, I don't have any sources for this off the top of my head, but I know that caterpillars turn into butterflies. Right. And tadpoles turn into frogs. And I know that there is a theory that just like the mitochondria in cells may have been a separate living organism. Oh, yeah. And was incorporated into cells. And then the cells are like, fuck, we're surviving much better now. So the cells that had mitochondria in them ended up living longer right and doing better and dividing more and developing more over time and in fact that's why your mitochondrial dna inside of your cells is different from the dna in your cells nucleus Mm -hmm. that's why you can trace like the haplogroups groups of your ancestry through mitochondrial dna and so on and so forth uh they think that butterflies and caterpillars used to be two separate species and somehow their dna combined right i'm not sure how such a thing would have happened it seems very robocop or something (laughs) yeah right no you know what it seems it seems uh martha speaks Martha was an average dog. Then one day she ate some alphabet soup and suddenly she could talk. Uh-huh. So one, yeah, I like one day a caterpillar, <laughs> one day a caterpillar ate some DNA and its DNA merged with the DNA and now it's a butterfly. <laughs> I think perhaps frogs and tadpoles might do the same, might do the same thing. There's got to be some kind of funky genetic code. Right, right. There has to be. I don't know anything about that though. It's like above my pay grade. I'm, I'm a mere podcaster. I mean, just imagine, like, the human life cycle, like, taking out all of the philosophical layers that go on above this, just the life cycle of you make a tiny person, and you're like, oh, this one's bald, and then it's like, oh, now he's growing hair. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, he got uh, he got real tall, he's real hungry, uh, he's on the football team, uh, oh, he hurt his brain. <laughs> now, now he's a pilot. <laughs> No, I'm dead. <laughs> I mean, that's very that's very simple. But the frog life cycle is like if we were like, okay, we do our thing. No egging off. Traditional, like, going up the fallopian tubes, cooking a baby, doing all the regular stuff. <laughs> yeah. And a fish comes out. Right. And you're like... All right. Well, I better be near a body of water. Right. First of all, you're what are you eight months in? You need to be by a lake, and then you know you have your fish. Baby. That's why. That's why women do those water births, just in case. Just in case they go fish. Just in case a fish comes out, because if it does, you're gonna die if you're not in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Or you have to drop it in the toilet real fast or something. Yeah. Yeah, and I, you want to do it natural, like right. a lake, pond. You just got to go right to the lake, just like the fish ones. Yeah. <laughs> so your kid swims around, your kid swims around eating algae and bugs and other kids. <laughs> and then it grows its legs. <laughs> and then it grows legs. And the late bloomers don't get their legs gnawed off. It still has, it still has its eyeballs on top of its head and no neck. And then one day, one day its hormones kick in and it walks up out of the body of water and goes, hey. <laughs> one day it hey, is Mom. a can of alphabet soup. <laughs> and what happened was bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> I respect Martha so, Speaks doesn't get enough credit. I'm sorry. I was like one of the better kids' shows. <laughs> I respect uh, children's shows where the entire exposition of the show is explained 
in the narrative of the show's theme song. <laughs> right. It would be like, well, actually, it would be like if the Cheers theme song, instead of being like making your way in the world, because they never made their way. They were all alcoholics. They're all old people. So if the <laughs> Cheers theme song was like, going down to the bar today to see Frasier, he's got his own show. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like that, just... Pure exposition. Getting drunk with the mailman again, just like I did yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I liked Martha Speaks. I I actually met I named my car my car computer like that car thing in your car that talks to you and tells you which way to go. The GPS? Yeah. I, I named mine Martha Yeah, because she talks to me like Martha does. That's good. Martha speaks. I've heard you. Uh, I always yell at her and tell her to shut up. <laughs> shut the fuck up, Martha. <laughs> I'm when, off the highway now. I know where I'm going. Shut the fuck up. I'm turning this way. Like I, she's like a little being I created that just absorbs verbal abuse. It's like where I get like I just like vent off on Martha. <laughs> <laughs> Anything I've been like bottling up, like all your aggravations. When Martha tells you to turn and you're not ready to turn, tell her to fuck off. Shut the fuck up, Martha. <laughs> uh, frogs. What is the classic frog noise? Ribbit. Of course. Croak, croak. Yeah. They do that by passing air through their larynx, which is what you would expect. That's exactly how I would croak myself. Right. And they also have vocal sacs and membranes of skin under their throat and the outer corners of their mouth, which will distend during amplification of the call. So it'll like it'll like do like weird stuff with its body and stuff to make it louder. Well they rip it out. You can hear frogs. Right. Some frogs are so loud that you can hear them a mile away. Oh, yeah. I believe it. There's other species of frogs that will use man-made structures to make their calls louder. Like what? Like drainage drainage pipes and stuff. Like they'll get down in there because it makes their frog calls louder. That is pretty funny. <laughs> you know what would be a great project? What? is Because I've heard that frog populations are starting to get fucked up. Because some people think it's like microplastics. Some people think it's like precursors for synthetic chemistry. Some people think it's oil products. Some people think it's pollution. Uh-huh. Some people think it's genetic damage, whatever. But some of the pro- some of the frog populations are getting fucked up. And this may be why we're having more bug problems. Right. I think this could be... A million dollar idea. Garbage Brain University. M- million dollar idea. The million dollars is not going to come from the public sector. The average person is not going to purchase this product. What we are going to do is we're going to get a grant. Okay. We're going to get a grant of a million dollars from the government, which is us. So it's really (laughs) just us asking for our money back. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Frog megaphones. Oh, they love them. And the frog populations are getting fucked up. So if you let the frogs holler out, then they'll be able to find mates easier over longer distances, especially those frogs... You know, if there's not many of them left, there may be one two miles away and they wouldn't hear each other. Right, but right. You get, whip it. Whip it. Or it goes like this. Is that a peeper? That's a spring peeper. That's what he sounds like. He yeah. needs a megaphone. He does. Oh, that guy needs a megaphone. What is that? That's a wood frog. He makes me feel weird. That kind of weird. That kind of. How does it make you feel weird? Ebgbs a little bit or something. It kind of sounds like if you. It sounds like if you chugged a whole can of soda and then you had like such uh, traumatic burps that you were like burping, like without full lung capacity, and they were like coming out your nose and stuff. Right, right. What about this guy? That's a classic frog. Yeah. That's a chorus that, frog. That's, that's a classic just, frog noise. That's Ohio frog. That just sounds like 
you're out in the summertime. Uh-huh. You know what? That sounds like a frog. Frog. It does, but also That's a ribbit noise. But also sounds like the how long can you make this noise noise. <laughs> I could go forever. We'll have the next podcast be how long can I make that noise. <laughs> this is a classic. No, that doesn't sound like I thought it would. That sounds like a bird. That sounds like a phone ringing. Mm-hmm. I want that. I want one that's like, whoa. Here, bullfrog. This is what I want. Hell yeah. That's a good noise. That's the best frog noise in my opinion. I think so. Is there another one, other one you want? This guy's weird. <laughs> that's another belcher. You, you have to stop doing it so we can hear it. Okay. <laughs> frogs, they sound so beautiful. Uh, did you know that frogs will deactivate themselves? <laughs> no. Uh, I think it's like very extreme, like outside, like snowboarding, Mountain <laughs> If it gets very, very extreme outside, the, fr- the frogs will enter a state of torpor. <laughs> they can't deal with it. It's too extreme. Yeah. And they will be inactive. Uh, they will hibernate in the winter. They will make a burrow and lie dormant. Right? Sometimes they will bury themselves in dead leaves. They will sink to the bottom of the pond and stay immersed in the mud. I can't think of anything sadder than a frog <laughs> hopping around. Just one day it gets too cold and he just goes, Welp, and he just kind of goes limp and sinks to the bottom of the pond. <laughs> right. Just deactivate. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, some frogs, like this spring peeper who we were just listening to him peep, uh, they could survive being frozen and they have a high concentration of glucose in their blood so i guess that makes it so they don't get ice crystals forming and like tearing their bodies apart oh okay yeah and then once it warms up they defrost and guess what your frog's back <laughs> reactivated <laughs> that's probably where the, where walt disney got that idea for his freezing head his fr- frozen freezing cold head you think so yeah from frogs was he the first guy to go cryogenic i don't know Probably. Imagine this is this is billionaire brain or millionaire brain. I don't know how much money he had, but they started freezing people and they're like, You wanna get frozen? He's like, Yeah, how much is that gonna cost? And they told him and he goes, Woo, just the head. <laughs> Man, that's the last amount of money you're ever gonna spend, you're gonna cheap out on that. Just cut my head off. Right. All right, man. Just the head is what they used to call me in prison. <laughs> 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 uh do you know that frogs don't drink water they just absorb it through their skin oh they have a area called the drinking patch which is on their belly and underside of their thighs where they absorb water to drink on their belly uh-huh. and the underside of their thighs so that makes sense because they would just sit down on uh-huh. a lake yeah and the water just goes through. I bet that's like a water filter. Yeah. That probably works real well. Yeah. It doesn't work that well because that's how po- frogs get poisoned. And that's why there's like not that many frogs. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Um, did you know that in ancient Egyptian numerals, they had a hieroglyphic that was a tadpole. And that would denote the value of 100,000. Oh, so that was like a higher value number Mm -hmm. if i were if i were ancient egyptian i would make probably the very simplest things to draw i would make those the lower value numbers because you'd use those all the time i'd probably be like all right the first one we're using is a stick man (laughs) well they probably used the tadpoles for the denoting the huge number because they lay eggs in a big pile oh Probably. And so they're like, oh, yeah, when you see tadpoles, you see so many of them. So that, that number means so many. Oh, my God. Yeah. Think about it. I know a little bit of ancient Egyptian. I'll just make it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, did you know that when frogs do a frog spawn, they usually will lay like around 4,000 eggs? No, that is a lot though. I guess a lot of them probably get eaten by other fish. The eggs got to start pretty small to fit in a frog though, right? Yeah. They need room for all that shit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they stop shitting and then they give them room to make eggs and then they shit their eggs out and then they're back to regular shitting. Did you know that frogs molt once a week? No, I didn't There's know There's something that... to do it every day. I and didn't... then it eats its skin. That's fucking disgusting. I didn't know that they molted at all. They molt and they fucking eat it. It's, it's so gross. Well, it's made of, I mean, it's made of meat, kind of. I mean, it's skin. It's a, this could be my food source. Right, right. It's free. It's free money, man. <laughs> It's like when they were, we we watched X-Files lately and there was an episode of vampires and the vampires were saying they were starving and they kept like cutting their hand and drinking their own blood. And I was like, that's not, that's I like don't the think, worst episode of X-Files. Yeah. I don't think this math works out, man. Yeah. I don't think you can, I don't think you could just drink your blood, your own blood. Yeah. That was one where uh, David Danchovy, he hooked up with that vampire lady. I wasn't into it. Yeah, they they spent all that time leading up to the whole Scully thing. Yeah. And the second she gets abducted, they're like, well... You gotta go fuck a vampire. Go fuck a vampire, dude. <laughs> uh, uh, did you know that there are 4,700 species of frogs? That's a lot of frogs. That's a very many, a lot of frogs. That's a lot of species of them, uh-huh. for sure. Multiply 4,700 times 4,000 eggs... That's over a million frogs total. Yeah. Did you know that frogs sleep with their eyes open? No. How do they do it? How do they do it? Is it just like they're spacing out? It it must be. It's like they're fucking heavy duty spacing out? I don't understand, man. How do you sleep with your eyes open? How do you relax? Wouldn't their eyes dry out? They're very wet animals. They are always trying to stay wet. Well, maybe they're in the puddle, it like circulates the wetness into their eyeballs, maybe. Imagine being a frog and just being like, man, I'm tired. So you go and find a pothole and you just dip your head in it so your eyes don't dry out. <laughs> you just go to sleep. Right. That's how I always go to sleep. <laughs> uh, did you know that toads are frogs? Yes, they are. Toads are dry frogs. They have warty and dry skin, but they are both anura. They're just different families of the anura order. So f- toads are a type of frog. Not all frogs are toads, but some toads are frogs. All toad, all toads are frogs. Some toads are frogs. <laughs> all toads are all toads are frogs. Right. Not all frogs are toads, but the important thing is that sometimes you'll be like, wow, that's a cute frog, and somebody will say, that is actually a toad. Well, a toad is not a taxonomical description That's of a like frog. saying, that's a cute bird, and you being like, uh-uh, that's a robin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes you sound like a dum-dum. Oh, uh, that's a, wow, check out that beautiful flying vertebrate. That's a bird. Oh, uh, yeah, man. We're, we're talking about the same thing. Right. You know that, right? Right, right, right. What did you learn today about frogs? They're full of shit. That's the yeah. number one. That's the number one fact. They're a lot grosser than I would have thought. I think my. I feel like my perspective on frogs was unduly colored by frog and toad or friends. Right, right. Because frog and toad. First off, it should have been called frog and frog. <laughs> Second off, they peddled their penny farthings around and ate cookies. They did not egg off or shit giant telephone pole logs. <laughs> right. But I feel like that book definitely influenced me. It made me just think that frogs are my friend. I still think they are. I just think they're nasty. Right. You could have a nasty friend. Right. It's happened. But you know how you can get your friend from point A to point B without getting any nastier than your friend was when you put him in the shipping crate? Hazel Technologies. <laughs> Hazel Technologies keeps your frogs fresh. Right. Whether you're going from pond to stream or a simple lake to lake transfer. Right. Hazel Technologies reduces the respiration rates of your frogs so they deactivate. (laughs) If your frog was a potato, it would stay fresh. I'll put it that way. Right. It's true, though. But you also could bury your frog and it will last forever, but your potato might not. That's right. That's why you need Hazel Technologies. And if you're looking for a way to insure your frog, who are you going to call Natalie? Corey Grella. She's got the solution for your situation. Right. She always does. She'll put some vigor in your torpor. And if you've... (laughs) 
Reactivate your deactivated frog. <laughs> Turn your deactivated frog into a reactivated frog. <laughs> With a simple telephone call. I don't know. I don't have, I don't have her number. You're going to have to look it up. If you want to come and see the best of what Central Ohio has to offer frog-wise or not-wise, where are you going to head, Natalie? Uh, Harlem Township, Ohio. Ohio's Harlem in the heart of Ohio. I would say pristine, untouched wilderness, but it's been slightly touched, but not much. That's Harlem. <laughs> slightly touched, but not much. You're just chucking these slogans <laughs> out. Know, nobody's right? nobody's taking us up on it. And if you haven't already, <laughs> patreon.com slash University. That's how you get into the Discord. That's how you let us know what your vertical jump is. You show us your frog body. You do the math. It's all good. And we are going to talk to you again very soon. I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.